But I'll take that. It's, it's fine though, too. So we're doing Isaiah. Aw. Little busted lip. So we're doing Isaiah 47. I didn't even bother with the. I didn't even bother with the on-air one. I just oh, cut and pasted. Well, I cut and pasted it in. It's a, I just I just put the I cut and pasted it over to it because the on-air one wasn't wasn't working. <laughs> so Isaiah 47, starting in verse one, and we're just doing the one chapter so that we can do the Torah portion too. So is it? Is it because you didn't do the subtitle? I mean, no, no, the subtitle, the title. The, no, the the on the on air one is one where I can just type in the verses and then right. it pulls it in with like a video okay. thing of it. Right, right. This I just cut and no, pasted it no, and put it on no. the slides. No. So I'm gonna worse than my kid. I know. That's I'm, my uh, seat. Well, all morning I've been sitting here, so I was like, come on. All morning she's been waiting for you to move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were over there. What are you doing? Yeah, she was waiting. Couldn't you? Didn't you know? Didn't you tell? She's plotting on me. But you can go no, get one. No, you can't have my stuff. You can go get your own, girl. She, she had one. Oh, you already had your one. Trying to make me feel sorry for you. So come down and sit Is in the Isaiah, dust. Sorry. Yeah, Isaiah forty-seven. Uh-huh. Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground without a throne, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for you shall no longer be called tender and delicate. Take the millstones and grind meal, remove your veil, strip off the skirt, uncover the leg, cross the rivers. Wow. Oops, I gotta go back into the... No. There we go. Maybe. Uh -oh. oh, no, I just got a blank one in there somehow. Oh, there you go. Your nakedness will be uncovered. Your shame also will be exposed. I will take vengeance and will not spare a man. Our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit silently and go into darkness, O daughter of the Chaldeans, for you will no longer be called the Queen of Kingdoms. I was angry with my people. I profaned my heritage and gave them into your hand. Mm -hmm. You did not show mercy to them. Yeah. So, this is so, I don't know, this is so important, I think, because when, when, Bill, was a, when Bill was a correctional officer, one of the things that, that they trained them was the punishment that the inmates were receiving was not being allowed access to the general public. Their, their, their punishment was being in prison. While they were there, it was the correctional officer's job to keep them safe and, and make sure that, that they were protected from any harm coming to them in this, you know, subculture, if you will, with, within the greater context. But a lot of officers, a lot of correctional officers thought it was their job as part of the punishment to abuse and berate and demean the people who were there, despite, you know, the fact that they tried really hard to train them. You know, you're not there to punish them. Their punishment is being there. And 
And it's the punishment, you know, when you've gone into court and it's been determined that it is unsafe or unreasonable for you to be in the general public, it's not, it's not, it's not supposed to be, and, and our state especially has worked really hard to try and focus on rehabilitation and education rather than on the punishment side of it. But at a certain point, if, if it's not wise for you to be out having free access to the public, we put you into a place where you don't have access to the people you're more likely to hurt or wrong, and, and that's, that's your punishment. So this idea is here in verse 6 that, that what was going on with Israel, the just response was for them to go into captivity. And yet God is calling out the people to whom he entrusted their captivity for their unjust treatment of them while they were in captivity. So it's not, there is no idea being presented that God went, I'm just going to let the Babylonians have their way with you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. I'm stepping back. You're going to get what's yours. But as was ta- has been talked about all the different times when he's talking about why they're being sent out that the land was crying out, that they were not doing what was right, that he couldn't allow them to go on in the land with the behavior that they were having because it not only was it unrighteous, but it was creating problems, and to allow it to go unaddressed would allow those problems to become more ingrained. And yet, and yet you did not show mercy to them. And you're accountable for that. This is on the aged, you made your yoke very heavy. Yet you said, I will be a queen forever. <clears throat> These things you did not consider nor remember the outcome of them. Now then, hear this, you sensual one who dwells securely, who says in your heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. I will not sit as a widow, nor no loss of children. Okay, so the sensual one, not necessarily speaking to a sexuality, but more speaking to the idea that there are those who pursue what's of the senses and those who pursue what's of the spirit. Okay. So, so you physical one, you one who is indulging your senses. You one, I mean, there's a sexual aspect to that, and it's often portrayed in a sexual context, but it's really about um, feeding, the flesh. feeding the flesh in, in all the different manners. Area. Yeah. I, I love, I love the, the, the concept, the Jewish concept, that when you look out over the horizon, all you see is, is the endless horizon of, yeah. of things that you could pursue. And yet when you look up to God, you see that all your needs are met. And so this is the one who's looking over the horizon. Um, you know, who, who dwells securely, who says in your heart, I am and there is no one besides me. I will not sit as a widow, nor no loss of children. And this idea that there's a lack of compassion, because really what, it, what they're saying is, you know, you took in, you know, the Israelites were, were brought into you and you thought, well, we're safe. 
you know, we'll never be in that situation. We're not going to lose our children. We're not going to be the widow. But these two things will come on you suddenly in one day. Loss of children and widowhood. So the two things that you did, you thought were beyond you, the two things you thought would never happen to you, the two things that you despised my people and did not show compassion on them because of are going to come back on you. They will come on you in full measure in spite of your many sorceries, in spite of the great power of your spells. Wow. You felt secure in your wickedness and said, no one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge, they have deluded you. For you have said in your heart, I am and there is no one besides me. But evil will come on you, which you will not know how to charm away. And disaster will fall on you, for which you cannot atone. And destruction about which you do not know will come on you suddenly. And he's speaking of Babylon? Mm-hmm. Stand fast now in your spells and in your many sorceries with which you have labored from your youth. Perhaps you will be able to profit. Perhaps you may cause trembling. You are wearied with your many counsels. Let now the astrologers, those who prophesy by the stars, those who predict by the new moon, stand up and save you from what will come upon you. Behold, they have become like stubble. Fire burns them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There will be no coal to warm by, nor a fire to sit before. So have those become to you with whom you have labored, who have trafficked with you from your youth. Each has wandered in his own way. There is none to save you. Or, I'm sorry, each has wandered in his own way. There is none to save you. No. There it goes. Yep. That's it. And he's not talking to Israel. Babylon. He's talking to Babylon for how they treated Israel. Wow. And I think, I think that there's, I think that this is a universal theme through Scripture. How you treat the foreigner among you. A man was talking about that one day on the. Radio, he's saying maybe what we should do as far as the border is concerned is what did God do in the Bible? What did the people of Israel do as far as the farmers are concerned? They treated them like family. Yeah, they, they came in, they abided by their laws and rules. They're right. here in my country. Right. So that should be a given right and, there. And I shouldn't shun you. Right. You know, like God didn't say shun them. Well, and, and there's... You know, I I think it's reasonable to have, I think it's reasonable to have political boundaries because the people were, you know, they were identified as, you know, they didn't just have free access to run around the laws, the laws were there, but there's, there's, um, someone who is there regardless of how and why. There is an expectation of how they will be treated in God's mind. And and he repeatedly told his people, remember you were slaves. Remember you were, you were far enough in a far enough. You were land. right.